Hey y'all, Indy here from the Conscious Club Podcast, the number one podcast on Wolfpack. I'm Tori. Hey, she's Tori. Hey, how you doing? Uh, it is a great week. We are going through the Tambourine Holy Trinities. That is right. We are going through Sandra Crouch. We are going through... Norman, Jack Ashford. Jack Ashford Norman and Whitfield. Norman Whitfield. That's right. It is a jam-packed week here on the Conscious Club Podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not our It jacket. isn't. Okay, great. <laughs> when the funk music. Uh, uh, uh. Here we go, y'all. Let's see if I can do it. out like you are but um i'm trying that's okay. uh okay. welcome everybody to Hello. today's conscious club podcast it is a beautiful day to podcast isn't it, it? Is. it's a beautiful day to podcast and the entire la basin is on fire Correct. and uh, i feel like the uh the dog sitting in the burning room it's fine thinking it's fine it's fine. Yes. It is uh, interesting times here in L.A. Yeah. And we uh, our hearts go out to everybody who's been evacuated. And um, mm-hmm. we are very close to it, but not close enough to warrant a... Uh, Pretty damn close, but... Uh, evacuation yet. So... Yet. Fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed, y'all. All right. Well, uh, welcome to the Conscious Club Podcast. This is the, this is the podcast on Wolfpack. The one and only. The one and only. And, and number one. Well, I don't know about the one and only because we're the number one. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe True. the one. Yeah, We're the, the one, one that counts only. the most. That's right. We've beat out every single Wolfpack podcast uh, competition. Um, and we have um, pack members, like um, honorary pack members. I would say like the the uh, cream of the crop pack members watch our show and like it. 
I think we still need Drake to find us. Drake commented today. He did. Yes. He commented on, on the newest uh, episode. Uh, on our newest episode, but you're going to be seeing this months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So uh, back on 29, episode 29. 29. Um, uh, his comment was two words, and it was Deco Ulysses. <laughs> Deco. Deco. Deco Ulysses. Maybe we said it wrong, and he's just like making fun of us. Deco. How is it spelled? D I C O. It's just no S. Ah, uh, he said of, Deco. Sort of. Dis- dis- you know what he's probably referencing? Songs that he he wanted to hear at MSG. You know, from the oh, and it was album. just too quick. He yeah. was like, oh, I wanted to see that. Because Boom. remember, he commented that on the pack originally. He said, uh, dis- he said Disco Ulysses, and um, did he say Darren Derbs? I think it was. Yeah. Disco well, he's Ulysses he's a, he's else. biased to Hill Climber. Yeah. He said, you know. Well, I'm glad he found us. Yeah. Uh, Drake, Hi, Drake Martin, um, since, since you've commented Do you want to come on the show, Drake? Yes. Comment below. Yes, please comment below. We will we'll set up ha- a on. Google Hangouts. Perhaps we could jam and harmonize bass lines together. <laughs> I know Drake Martin is a solid, solid bass player. And also an academic, an academic musician. Mm. He writes charts, mm. bass charts to live wolf recordings love that this guy is a um a um a legionnaire what does that what does that word even mean i think it's somebody who's like a uh world traveler let's see let's see here legionnaire Okay. Okay. Hitting the rocks. We're getting it. 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 Legionnaire's disease. A legionnaire. Oh, two ends. Sorry. A member of a legion, in particular, ancient Roman legion of French foreign origin. Or you can get a legionnaire's disease. Pneumonia caused by Legionella bacteria. Um, legionnaires of the wolf pack uh, <laughs> is uh, we have we have the, we have a tight few um, you know and basically uh, who's left uh, of the high caliber wolf packians honestly the admins the admins um, we could use a little teed on the show mm. I think she brings some Allegra, uh, some too. Allegra. of course Allegra she's like um, if if there was the New York Times Wolfpack, mm. you know what I mean? Like we're the Wolfpack podcast. She's like the New York Times of Wolfpack. Right, exactly. She goes to them with clipboards and 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 just asks the, uh, what the people want to know the, what the people want to know. We we are just idiots who to talk about. We're not idiots. I like to be humble. <laughs> oh, humble bragger. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get back to the intro yes. here. Well, okay, yes, back to the intro. Uh, that was a Don't very you? long diversion from the intro, but I think, you know, it's a podcast. People want to listen to to maybe what we have to say sometimes. I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, that's why we're in this business. But. Um, that's right. We're here. <laughs> we're doing it. I believe, and if I don't believe, it won't be real. All right. All right. And this is the Conscious Club podcast. It TCCP, we call it on the streets. It's it, it does not just stand for the Conscious Club podcast. It stands for what, Tori? T? Treasures of talent. Yep. Curators of controversy. Yep. Creators of content and purveyors of podcasting. There needs to be a little bit of a I, I love I'm how sorry. much I'm sorry. I have energy. a bad stomach ache. So I'm oh, I'm, I'm going ache? through Aww. I'm going through the the stuff here. You uh, at any point you want to take a break? We will cut. 
we will cut. All right. That's good. Um, we are in zone two. We will mm-hmm. remain there. Even if Tori uh, physically can't be in zone two tonight, I will make up oh, no. for the void. That is right. We are not experts. We love Wolfpack. <laughs> we are the IRS of the Wolfpack. We audit. We throw shade where shade is, is due thrown at. Um, I'm sorry I ended a a sentence with a preposition, but sometimes you got to be animated. What kind of socks are those? Okay. (laughs) Um, Also, uh, we have some Instas to to plug. We have some um, websites to plug, some email addresses to plug. First of all, it's the Conscious Club podcast on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We post uh, memes about Wolf weekly. We We post clips about the show weekly. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's always a a, a 1080 by 1080 version of the YouTube thumbnail Mm -hmm. every week there. So uh, not only are we producing one thumb, but two Two thumbs. Two thumbs. Two thumbs. Two thumbs. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, yes, yeah, at the Conscious Club Podcast. Also, Tori's Instagram is at Senorita Tori. It's a Thank little confusing. You. You'll get there, but it's S E N O R I T A T O R I A. Thank you, boo. Right. Of course. And her Etsy <laughs> shop is uh, HTTPS colon forward slash slash www.etsy.com slash shop slash Victoria's Magic. Art. That is right. Correct. Buy her originals. Pay that rent, y'all. Support the show. Hey, y'all. Um, so, yeah, at Sandy Reditoria on Instagram. Also, we have a direct Video email email. address and it is tccp direct at gmail.com I, I can't say I can't pronounce that word more clearly tccp direct that is at gmail.com so enunciated I'm so proud tccp direct <laughs> um, okay. hit us up there with your voice memos your selfie videos tell us when we're wrong uh, uh, pat us on the back if you want that'd be nice I don't like know to. but I'll, uh, tell us when we're wrong where we need to uh, to raise to improve to uh, raise the bar uh, maybe you have um, um, show suggestions maybe you have questions. Um, questions that you want us to ask of Wolf on your behalf because <laughs> the Conscious Club isn't just Tori and Indy. It's an entity of itself. It's a community. That is right. And even though I write, we both write the, the captions to all the Instagram, mm-hmm. it's the show writing the, the captions yeah, to the Instagram. Yeah, it's not a person. It's an entity. It's an entity. We don't write it. The show writes it. It's <laughs> You have to write copy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to write copy. I'm on a, I'm on a soap box tonight you always are uh, born and always born are. and die on a soapbox Jeez, this guy i will he is living with him is like living with tony robbins well tony robbins without like hundreds of millions of dollars yeah broke tony robbins well not broke you have way more money well, than me uh, but tony robbins results tj max prices that's what you get <laughs> tj max salaries that's, that's the kind of guy you're getting that's the kind of guy, that's you're, the getting. Kind of guy you're getting <laughs> um yes um also the beautiful art behind my head was produced by mr cody Cody Zen Rampers. <clears throat> I gotta say it more more Sen. OG. Cody Zen represent. You know what yeah. I mean? It's at Cody Zen Paintings on Instagram. Etsy shop https colon forward slash forward slash www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash 
Cody's, Cody's sand, sand paintings. paintings. That's right. She is so over my zone oneness, and I will bring it in <laughs> to zone you. two. Welcome to the show, guys. Oh, don't forget our clips channel. We have a clips channel. That's right. We just we we just. We're making that content flow. That's right. Um, if you go onto our flagship channel, flagship. If you go into our <laughs> flagship channel on YouTube, on the right hand side, sorry, this side, um, uh, you will see TCCP clips as a uh, ancillary. Ancillary, uh, huh? As an ancillary YouTube page. If you get subscribed there, you'll get small clips of the show that'll entice you to watch more. It's a fun time. You don't have to uh, sit through two hours of content just to have some fun. Yeah, you can, have you clips. can go to the clips. That is right. And now we are fully in this episode mm -hmm. of the Conscious Club Podcast, which is Jack's Influences Tambourine. We're going into Sandra Crouch. We're going into Jack Ashford. And we're going in to Norman Whitfield. That's right. Um, yep. We're going into the uh, the it. second uh, Holy Trinities episode here. Yes, the second Holy Trinities of the Trinity, mm -hmm. um, Holy Trinities uh, podcasting um, uh, endeavor. Mm -hmm. And uh, the opening music uh, was, was that Sandra Couch? Oh, Crouch? no, it was not. It was somebody that we're going to be talking about today, who is Jack Ashford. Ashford. Jack Ashford. He's the second person that we'll be talking about today. So that was just a little uh, hint of his music for you. Little hint. Mm -hmm. So let's get, we're going to follow along like we did with the last Holy Trinities episode. Um, so we're going to just watch the person, each person at a time and then do the deep dive. I love it. So uh, let's, let's it. dive in. Recently, over drinks, a friend of mine told me something amazing. I was just talking to this guy, she said. He thinks he's figured out the three best of everything. The next morning, <laughs> I went to see him. And when I got to the top of a set of crooked stairs, he was waiting for me. Welcome, he said. Welcome to Holy Trinities. <laughs> Love it. Tambourine. <laughs> he should do Holy Trinities of clarinet solos. That would be dope. That'd be bomb. Tambourine follows Yishikoyak's law of <laughs> the version of size of instrument version. and how influential it is in the studio. Tambourines, glockenspiels, vibraslaps, weiros can make a track. Your 24-inch kick drum, put it on the curb. It's very <laughs> true. If you've ever muted a tambourine in a track, you know what I'm talking about. Got my trusty... $10 Amazon one here. <laughs> we should have gotten one for the episode. We Damn it. Alright, I'm thinking ahead. yelling. We're trash. These headphones on. Whenever you're practicing tambourine, cover your ears because it's very, very damaging frequencies. <laughs> Number one. Sandra uh, Crouch. Uh, 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 uh. She's on this track, dude. Dude. dude what? Yeah, All right, Sandra Crouch, I want you back. Need mm. I say more? Mm. Her trademark thing comes at the end of the phrase, just two and four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> two and four. Bop. Bop. Bop, bop. Oh, shit, oh. I fucked <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
makes the track, and then she completely, completely shreds on a complete, com on completely her own level. And we cut to a clip. <laughs> oh my ham. god! Can't nobody do me like Jesus? <laughs> what? This Only is dope. Jesus can do me like that. <laughs> uh. She's literally Jason Lee Bronze. Crouch, huh? Crouch, 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 crouch. That smile, looking like she'd be president of that tambourine, y'all. She is the president of the tambourine. That's right. She's the best. So let's dive into it. Yes. Born in 1942, she's an American gospel music performer. Sorry, pardon. she's a drummer. She's a songwriter. She won a Grammy Award in 1984 for the best soul gospel performance for a female. Ah. She was nominated for a Grammy in 1986 in the category Best Soul Gospel Performance Duo, Group, Chorus, or Choir. Mm -mm -mm. And her album, Completely, yes, Completely, dur yes. during mm. the late 1960s through the early 70s, she played the tambourine on a number of Motown recording sessions. Also, she appeared on the on two Fearless Flyers track. I didn't realize that. Heck oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got Barbara. Which is great. And the science sealed the lid. Mm -hmm. We'll take a peek at both. Just to Let's give you guys it. a refresher. Yeah. There she is. Hell yeah. <laughs> Joe. Feet. Dope, dude. It's interesting when you take a pass at the tambourine itself because that's what I'm actively listening to. Mm -hmm. uh. Yeah, that's true. Just so bouncy. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Hell yeah, Total dude. different timbre. That timbre change? different. Dude, that timbre change. different. Different. She's working with a whole different frequency range. Totally. Rate. Completely different. It must be larger, huh? It's it's probably like maybe, maybe the material and the size, perhaps. Mm -hmm. We're talking out of our ass here. We don't have no, no idea about tambourines, but <laughs> incredible. Love. Don't you dare. I won't. I'm sorry. I know Don't Sandra. Don't dare sin in front of the holiest of all holy, Sandra Crouch. <laughs> this guy. I have to get him on the funk. Always. All right. Let's take a peek at the other one. Any, oh, um, and then Science Science delivered. Oh my gosh, y'all! Yeah, this one he has to be a part of. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
other lady oh that's in the recording yeah it's like her, her home girl it's like her friend or something yeah she's sister. like sitting there like what what do these white boys want you with <laughs> you for huh i'm staying with you i don't trust yeah, it yeah i don't trust these staying white, with you i don't trust these white boys <laughs> all over here in the, in the east side of los angeles mm. <laughs> so um i have some goodies that her twin brother was also a musician uh, and twin a minister Ah, and she's also an ordained minister, Sandra. She is one. Yeah, she's They're an ordained both minister. But uh. he like actually had like a church and stuff. So I have some clips here of Andre uh, Church or Andre. I'm sorry, Andre uh, Crouch, not Church. <laughs> <laughs> church, the Lord. He's yeah. adorable. Unfortunately, he did pass away. Um, I believe in like 2000, uh, 2000. In the 2000s. In the 2000s. Recently, yeah. Um, but. Uh, here's some amazing let's, clips of him let's in memoriam. I don't know why Jesus loved me. Oh. <laughs> yes, Queen. I'm all into it. <laughs> Joe Dart there. Literally. Oh. So good. 
I love her Jack Stratton inspired dress. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Where do you think he got that? Jack playing drums. It's literally Jack. Right? <laughs> literally Jack. <laughs> In the 70s. Mm. <laughs> Crouch on that tamb, y'all. Oh, yeah, dude. That's so cool. How Jack, how Jack can get these, like, ancillary... Like, mm-hmm. like huge musicians that are ancillary to mm-hmm. the big songs that we know and love. Yeah. Right. It's it's the Muscle Shoals. It's the Motown. It's it's mm-hmm. it's the, it's the gears that are turning that make this music what the music is. He's a cherry picker. Ah, he's a cherry picker. He just goes okay. He goes you're through good all the this, things he loves, right. and he just cherry picks. <sighs> Mr. Stratton. Love Jack, the best dude. And I can, you know, like he saw this video too when oh, he yeah. was like, "I, I need a tamb, I need a tamb on this track." All five hundred thousand. I need to follow Yashikov's law <laughs> here, where where the proportional, uh, the size of the instrument is proportional, <laughs> or uh, the size of the instrument. The smaller the instrument, the more integrity it has on the track. Is that why they came out with the tiny instrument through MSG, Cause in a CT? Perhaps. Perhaps it's Yashikov's law. Mini mandolin. I don't know sax. Hebrew, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. So I have another Sander clip and Andre of Crouch. Andre yeah. here. Um, Let's do it, y'all. Aw, is this him? Yep. Dude. I think this was closer to when he passed. This might have been like within the same year that he passed. Yeah. But... I mean, compared to the last video, he, you know. Yeah. Yeah. On his way out. Yeah. Yeah. But Santa's in this one as well. I don't know why. Oh. This is a song. I don't know why he cares. Oh, is that the same girl from the... Sandra Crouch. No, that's the same woman that was in the uh, Volt video, isn't it? That woman, her I friend. Don't I don't know. They had short. She had short hair, though. I mean, it, it could be another it, person with short hair, but is it? I mean, she looks similar. Yeah. Was it in Barbara or Fearless? Fearless. I mean, she's. Like, oh, her right hair. No. It must have been in Barbara. Was it Barbara? No, it's this one, baby. Oh. She's right there. No. Is she? Right oh, there, she's there. Bitch. Nah. That's oh. her. I don't think so. I mean, go to it's the a new. stretch. It's a stretch. No, it's not. It's not her. It's not her. Not sure. Not sure what to say about that, but we'll continue. guy 
I stray from Tiki Oasis 2011. I'm not that musically trained. This is incredible. Um, one before we dive in, I I just can't. Nobody do me like Jesus is the yeah. best song name ever. Oh, no. We have another song too through it all. If you want to hear that one too. Okay. And apparently the recording industry agrees. Winner of five Grammys for his gospel album, Andre is listed in ASCAP's top 100 composers. Getting that ASCAP, y'all. Getting all up in that ASCAP, if you know what I mean. Making that ass clap. He doesn't own the masters, but he has that ass. <laughs> that ass. Mm-hmm, the ash cap. All right, we're being it's disrespectful. <laughs> How are we being disrespectful? I don't know. He's it's, just no longer with us. We're using a, a comedic term that Jack Stratton right, used. Let's get in, all up in, in that ass cap. Let's make okay, that ass clap. Okay, okay. Right. Hey, you know, when we're on the Conscious Club podcast, it's not all 
all fun and games. <laughs> we can have arguments. We can stand <laughs> behind behind. Uh, 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 never mind. It's his audience. <laughs> he and his fire-breathing backup singers have torn up and sold fire out the breathing. Royal Albert Hall in London. This vignette, Sydney Opera though, House in honey. Australia, Madison Square Garden, Radio City Music Hall in three MSG. times. MSG. All upside down. <laughs> Modern gospel approach fusing rhythm, yes. blues, and rock with his deep religious fervor has Here been seen in television specials all over Europe. Bur oh, this Sandra you're about in that to see picture. And feel it now. You're about to join the flock of Andre Crouch. Oh, there's Sandra. Do me, do me like oh, she's Jesus. there too? Yeah, yeah, she is. She's playing tambourine too. Do me like the Lord. Do me like the Lord. Do me like Jesus. I love that song so much. Um, I know, it's really good. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. And then um, it, we've been on an Andre Crouch uh, binge, but it's a Sandra Crouch Well, she's topic. in the videos, too. No, no, she's in the video, but I want to give credit to a woman. I don't want to give all the credit to a man. <laughs> I mean, I we're be twins. inclusive. They're one and the same. They're company. twins. They're 90% the same person. 98% the same. They're twins? Yeah, they're twins. Oh, I didn't know they're twins. Mm -hmm. Hey, we learned something here on the Conscious Club podcast. I said that earlier if you were listening. I wasn't, so. Well, there you go. All right. Um, what else we got? We huh? got Jack Ashford. Jack next. Ashford. I am so, oh my gosh. I love me like the Lord here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Number two, the man who made tambourine loud. The goat, Jack Ashford. <laughs> the goat, huh? Oh. His first session, they're dancing in the streets. They put him next to the hi-hat mic. They don't want to add another channel or mic. And he's sound <laughs> Minimal checking. funk. There's a uh, back up a little bit. This is okay. Boom, hit the track, <laughs> and he digs him. <laughs> you play that thing back, sounds like it has a Wolf compressor on it. You know what? Put Wolf compressor on it. That thing shot up the charts. When they put it out, it shot up the charts. Boom! They took it over to England. <laughs> so cute. They said, gotta turn that tambourine down. Barry Gordy said, leave it. Shot up the charts. Boom. Shot up then the boom, charts. Follow suit. Rolling Stones, Beatles. Everyone's turning up their tambourines. Jack Ashford, the man who made tambourine loud. Zone two. And mm -hmm. Zone Sandra two. Crouch is a lot of this hand. Jack Ashford's got a lot of tricks in this hand. You gotta study both. I can't do either. <laughs> you know, the, the, Jack Stratton, man. Jack fucking Jack Stratton, fucking dude. Stratton, dude. Jack dude. Fucking I'm not good at either. The humble humility. Guy here. This guy is as large, larger than life as he is hum, 
his humble. humility. Yeah. His mm-hmm. humility and his uh, minimalist funk arranging are mm. neck and neck. Neck and fucking neck. Neck and neck. Dude. Haven't met the guy, but no, it. 100%. You know? He got that ego uh, in check for sure. He got that. Dude, talk about putting that ego all up in like a safe. Locked mm-hmm. up. Lock and key. Didn't even bring it with him anywhere. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's not like leave your ego at the door. It is leave your ego like in a safe somewhere locked away and you fucking ate the key. Yeah. Cause Basically. second yo ego get into it. I mean, you can have drive, you can have passion. I'm speaking like I've done things in my life. <laughs> you can have drive, you can have passion, but leave that ego at this, at, 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 in the safe locked <laughs> up and make sure it's a, uh, make sure you don't get a fire safe. Cause let it burn. If the house catches, you know, never mind. God forbid where there's fires around us. Let's yeah, not, let's, let's not, not use that analogy. But anyway, Mr. Jack Ashford, what do we got Tori? So this is him getting a star, um, with the funk brothers. Oh, Hollywood walk of fame. Y'all. Yeah, so I wanted to start with that. That's so cool. So, um, his, his, uh, he was born in 1934 and he was known to his friends as Jashford, Jashford. Jash Ford, huh? Because it's just a combination of his first initial and his last name. Love it. Um, and he's an American musician widely known as the percussionist for Motown Records, in-house Funk Brothers band during the 1960s Dude. and the early 70s. He's most famous for playing the tambourine on hundreds of Motown recordings. You know, tambourine is one of those instruments that is is it is interesting to me, and it makes fully it makes a lot of sense now that we're diving into it as a, as a mm-hmm. unique instrument, but it's also like tambourine isn't one of those instruments that you're like, who can, who can, I, I need the best tambourine player in the world. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't really like, but the fact that, that these people are most famous for mm-hmm. doing that contribution to a music, to, to music at large. It's like, it's like, it's weird how you're like the master at, something that's in the track at mm-hmm. b- but in a weird way you're, it's it's all rhythm right you know it's not like you're like doing a drum solo and all this you're just you're literally just like a, a lot of like the ostinato mm-hmm. get the guitar parts and you know like the cory wong parts sure. how it's like he even says in in uh, it, whether it's reverb.com or some podcast mm-hmm. somewhere that he's like yeah a lot of the parts are boring repetitive and in the same thing over and over again but you gotta understand that you know that's what I want you mood. back. That ostinato. That's the together, entire da, mood. Da, it's, like, most authentic, right. it's like the most, that's what makes the track in my right. opinion. Exactly. And it's, it's weird. Cause that's uh Jochen Spiel's law. Like you know, whatever yeah. is it? What was it? Jochen's. Uh, Spiel. Um, Not Glockenspiel. No, Jochen's. it's, it's, it's whatever he said in the, in the beginning of the video. Uh, Yasha Koyev's law. Yeah. Yes. There we go. Um, that it's weird how the size of the instrument um, can be the opposite of its place in the track. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like you got a tuba and a tambourine. That tuba, you're going to put low foundation. Mm-hmm. That tambourine, getting that drive, getting that feel, getting that high, getting that mm-hmm. high freak. Getting that high freak. Yeah. Getting freaky with that yeah. high freak, this guy. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for some Jack Ashford oh, right. clips, dude? Dude, let's do it. I have to go to 35 seconds. 35 seconds. Here we go. 
Well, uh, we started basically back in 1962. The I got there in 63. Marvin Gaye took me there to join his band for two weeks on a two-week tour. I stayed about 14 years. Wow. <laughs> it was great. But you guys, have been, you've been around the world on tour. You've done movies and everything. Well, that, that came about in the year 2000 when we did the movie Standing in the Shadows of Motown. Yeah. Uh, no one had really known who we were. The amount of soul in this guy. His voice just has soul. Just soul. They couldn't connect us to the music. Yeah. They knew we had more hit records than, no, more number one records than anybody in the history of music. But we didn't know that then because when you're making history, you're living it, you don't know it. It happened so fast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jack, you were there in the studio. Did you guys do head sessions or was it rehearsed or what? No, they had the charts, sometimes rhythm charts, sometimes Norman Whitfield had a couple of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it started like that. You know. Well, you were around with some great, uh, very brilliant people. When I look back on it, it could never happen twice in a lifetime. You're talking mm -hmm. about good, they call him the little genius Stevie Wonder. Now, how did you happen to get little Stevie Wonder's harmonica? We did a concert <laughs> in uh, Paris, France at the Olympia, and Stevie was singing fingertips. He got excited. He grabbed my tambourine and started beating on it and put his fist through it. Oh, my heavens. And the cymbals flew everywhere. <laughs> wow. And so uh, when we left the stage, he said, oh, I'll buy you another one. I'll buy you another one. He says, just take my harmonica and hold it until I get it for you. That was in 1962 or 64. <laughs> And I still got that harmonica. I don't have my tambourine, and I can't even blow it. <laughs> well, Big Jack, you got a gold record here uh, from. Mar I think uh, just that. having that story is worth the price oh, of the tambourine. Marvin Gaye, yeah. got to give it up. You played on that too. Oh yeah, that well, that's one of many. I've, I've got maybe 60 gold and platinum, but yeah. sometimes they don't even give them to you. After you get so many, say, hey, you don't need it. <laughs> Jack, what brought you to Memphis? My wife. Humble brag. <laughs> no. Is she a Memphian? Yes, she is. Okay. She's from Memphis, and uh, I came through here when I left California because the music business was going sour. So I dropped the family off here, and I went into New York to record and left them here. But the kids did so well in school, I left them in. And I moved here in 83. Well, Jack, you got something, and, I, and when he comes down, folks, I say, uh, Big when Jack. Down, uh, when he comes down, folks, uh, God, I want to harness this guy's energy so much. You can't come on our show unless you bring that Barry Gordy uh, nameplate. Name That's his How first nameplate. What happened when Motown moved from Detroit to California? They left a lot of stuff there, desk and everything. So I bought a desk, and I got the desk back over to my office, and I opened the drawer, and that was in it. <laughs> Wow. That's cool. And so I hung yes. it I, I sent a that. message to Barry. You can get it back, but what he, he sent me a million. What no. did he say? He said, forget it. Huh? Even answer. <laughs> Was it true that Jackie Wilson gave him $500 to start Motown Records? No, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, that, that was, that was <laughs> somewhere. They were friends, though, because yeah. both of them were in the pugilistic world. Yeah, I know. They, uh, Jackie was a Golden Glove champion in yeah. Detroit, Michigan. And now, Barry, Barry was a fighter, on the card. too. He, he, Barry fought on the card with Joe Lewis. Is that right? That's right. He was on undercard with Joe Lewis. There yeah. was no arguing about royalties then with Barry Gordy, was it? Nah, nah, he'd knock you out. <laughs> you, you got your, 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 your musical instrument, the tambourine. Yes. Now, you, when you came in today, you were going to play, uh, what did you say? Uh, oh, I know. I'd like Let to do something time. impromptu. Larry, right quick. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. What Give is me it? More. Blessing the track. 
This is my this is my lead singer with my band, okay. Larry Johnson. I, I know Larry. Larry. Okay, I got yeah, Angelo Larry. Earl over there, my guitar player. I love how like n not a show this show is. Not a show at all. Like, hey, bro, come on over here. shows you see the whole lineup okay big jack ash before we go anything you want to wrap it up with we have a new cd out oh, it's yeah. on dynasty records okay. it's in your target stores and your best buy and all of that is out on dynasty records it's distributed worldwide we're going on tour in spain in okay. july okay we got another tour in London coming up. Also. I love this. I love Mr. Her. Jack Ashford. Isn't he adorable? Coming in hot just here. Just such a nice guy. Oh, guy. You know, it's a common denominator between all of these people. True. You know, that's so true. You, 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 yeah. You have to be. You know. So good. You have to be. Yeah. We have another clip. Starting it. For those who don't know the name, the Funk Brothers were the one musical group who backed every artist and or group of artists who came out of Motown Records from 1959 to 1972. As pointed out in the program, the Funk Brothers played on more number one hits than the Beatles, Elvis Presley, the Rolling Stones, and the Beach Boys combined. They were truly responsible for the Motown sound. Mm. The Funk Brothers were jazz musicians, <laughs> experienced jazz musicians who worked regularly with one another, individually and in groups, in the Detroit nightclubs. They were brought together by Barry Gordy to play backup for his singers. As jazz musicians, they were accustomed to using jazz rhythms, 7th, 9th, 11th, and 13th chords, <laughs> and jazz-type melodic fills, riffs, and vamps. Oh, that's they the same drummer. Very well or no, it's different. That, that guy looks like his drummer. It, it's Sandra's drummer. Sandra Crouch's drummer. This white guy. Yeah. God, that guy looks like Bill Cosby. I love how non-edited yeah, this uh, I know. thing is. I know it is, but there's cute photos. But yeah, uh, yeah y'all get the point. But Interesting. Cool. Is, is that round out? No. Oh. Oh. I oh. have some info for y'all, and I Let's have a few more clips, bitch. Are you ready for this? Do you want me to take this? Which paragraph we have? Uh, just this first one up here. All right. His definitive performance is War by Edwin Starr. Uh, other notable songs Asher played tambourine include tambourine on include nowhere to run by martha and the vandellas um it, you can't hurry love by the supremes i heard it through the grapevine by marvin gay uh and uh don't leave in this way by thelma houston 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 uh he also played vibes shakers and the marimba uh on the labels recording such as miracles uh ooh baby baby um the early 1980s saw production work from Ashford, but it proved to be the end of his career in music. Mm. However, in 2014, he made a recent appearance on the Secret Sisters' second album, Put Your Needle Down. Oh, my gosh. That's a... <laughs> Interesting title. He is not known to be related to famed singer-songwriter Nick Ashford, 
who also, who also worked, worked yeah. for Motown Records. Interesting. So um, he played a shit ton of instruments, and we have them all here. Tambourine, vibraphone, marimba, maracas, cabeza, bells, chimes, bell tree. Don't even know what that is, really. I like the way oh, you said wait, maracas. I, thank you. I think I do know uh, what a bell tree is, actually, mm. now that I think of it. Uh, finger symbols, kazoo, triangle, woodblock, hand claps, foot stomps, and a hot- and hotel sheet. One. Just one. And hotel sheet, not and sheets. Hotel sheet. <laughs> uh, he uh, is the second to last surviving member of the Funk Brothers after the death of Eddie Willis. So um, I have good. a clip here. 45 seconds. Y'all ready? Are you ready? So we have a little taste of them. Actually, he starts here. Ford, original funk brother from Detroit, Michigan. My primary instrument I play is a tambourine and vibe. I just thought this was With a funny cut. It's a little bit different because I have more control over the creative uh, output, such as <laughs> the dampening of the head, uh, uh, you know, the cymbal control, and things like <laughs> that. And then again, the selection of rhythm patterns that I play. I play on a song like uh, Smiling Faces by the Undisputed Truth, for instance. And they say, beware of the handshake that hides a snake. And I said, shh. Man, who would have thought that something I did like that would become such an important part of music? Same way I mm. did with uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine with Marvin Gaye. Oh. I mean, it's the same thing. Mm. I said, shh. Oh, man, it was simple to me. But it knocked the world out. <laughs> I love his. Love I love his. Uh, um, uh, not hubris, but just like he knows he's good, y'all. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but, but still a but nice it's guy. Hum- yeah. It's nice guy, but it's just like it, it's not not true. Exactly. So yeah, thought this was cute because yeah. this is like his band that was on that interview. That's his singer. Right, his, the singer that popped out of frame yeah. there. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I do have two more clips, but we can kind of. Oh my gosh. So let's see. 50 I can really hear the 24-bit audio in this. In the last clip. There he is. Clean. This is great. <laughs> so yeah. Could have wear a better shirt for the shoot. <laughs> Just like a USA shirt on. <laughs> I know. Under his like so coat. Random. Come on, dude. But yeah, I thought that was cute, and I have one more, but I'm not sure what it is. Let's take a look. 
was America's introduction to soul music. It was America's introduction to soul music. And soul music is powerful. Soul music makes you believe. Um, I'm a little that. creeped out by his eyes, but... Soul music gives you hope <laughs> in the way that you feel. It could be a little uh, stony, this soul guy. Soul music gives you soul. <laughs> I wonder if feel. Jack is in... Is that why? Oh, there, there he is. is. There's Jack. The red and white. <laughs> oh, here he is. That's why I, that's yeah. why I got this. Okay, here he is. Funny how like he's as confident as Bernard Purdy, but at the tambourine. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. I want to hear him do a shuffle on the tambourine. Right. This is the guy with the creepy eyes. <laughs> yeah, Ben Harper. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> So. Oh, well, that's a great way to round out Mr. Jack Ashford. That's I know, dope. right? Awesome. So right. we're going into our last, but never the least. That's right. Person here in our Holy Trinities, and that is Mr. Norman Whitfield. Number three, according to Jack Ashford. The number one tambourine player, you'll never believe his name. Norman Whitfield. <laughs> I love it. Jack Ashford put Norman out of a job in Motown, but Norman war. Oh, yeah, dude. Incredible. Papa was a rolling stone. Uh, <laughs> car wash. Mm. This man is a master of the high end. And he went, you know, he went for the hi-hat thing because it's like a cleaner... It's like a cleaner thing, but if there's a man on earth that knows how to use that high end, it's Norman Whitfield. <laughs> <laughs> what Norman Whitfield makes you do, because we all, we all immediately know his sonic signature, even between all those artists. What he makes you do is every time you add an instrument to a track, you gotta look into the mirror and ask yourself, is this a hook? Is what I'm adding another hook? Because that's what Norman Whitfield did. Uh, <laughs> I remember I used that in one of the very yeah. early Conscious Club you podcast did. intros. Yeah, you did. Which needs, which I think need to bring back some, revival, some of those long intros. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. The hypercut intros. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, today's lesson. Short tambo lesson. When I wake up, <laughs> when I wake up, I know I'm gonna be the man that wakes up next to you. I put the tambourine on my head. Oh, we're not doing this. We're doing the rotate. Okay, it's this motion. Okay, That Eagle Rock house, yeah. Mm -hmm. Down, down, down. Up, 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 
down, 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 up, up, up. You're gonna grab it, grip it, put your finger on the back. A little sound to grab. Such a weird <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> I love Rob Stenson too. This filmmaking is. <laughs> I love it. And that's that's the Holy Trinities. That's, that's freaking Holy Trinities. Directed by Rob Stenson, of course. I'd love to get him on the show. That'd be cool. If he's willing to divulge any uh, wolf information. Is this where he poops? The hill? This is probably where he poops. Like. To be honest. Probably. That's. Definitely could be the hill where he poops, to be honest. Talk about a hill climber, dude. <laughs> Looks like he might be going now. Because <laughs> uh, that's what Norman Whitfield did. <laughs> love, love it. James Edmondson of Oh No Time Co., I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, awesome. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, he's a weird little guy, this guy. <laughs> love it. We need a resurgence of the Holy Trinities. And I, and I want to go on the record and say that I want one of the next Holy Trinities episodes to be the quarter note. Quarter note. I think, or clarinet solos. I, I think it's, 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 uh, it follows Yakashoyev's Yaka law of the proportiona proportionality. Talk about minimalist. Talk about minimalist. I want the quarter note Holy Trinities. Who does the quarter note Or it could best? be the rest. <laughs> ah, the rest. Well, I guess, well, no, it'd be the court or, or the rest. Because I think that's well, minimalist. Well, th that's another thing, too, because uh, a lot of uh, Wolfpack's music is a practice in discipline and restraint. And restraint. That's a better word. That is a way better word. A practice in restraint. It's like <laughs> when you're playing baseball and, 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 uh, you know, you have two strikes. You're going for it. You're just feeling that it's that it that it that it's a ball. <laughs> I hope it's a ball. And you don't swing. <laughs> and it's a ball. Restraint, yeah. What if you swung and struck out? <laughs> he whispers. <laughs> I'm done. But uh, Mr. Norman Whitfield, that's Ooh, right. Born in 1940, it. died in 2008. What a tragedy. Um, I d I, that, I I'm just trying to be sticky. Sorry. It is a tragedy um, to all of music and mankind. Um, I, I actually mean it. It came out like sardonic, but uh, that's what Norman Whitfield did. <laughs> I don't think so. I want to use that drop. Oh, yeah. Wolf Drops. We're going to do Wolf Drops in the next, right. uh, the next coming can, month. You can select that one. Because that's what Norman Whitfield did. I think that's, that's a great uh, drop. That drop. Agreed. Yeah. Um, he was an American songwriter and producer who worked on Barry Gordy, Gordy's Motown labels in the 1960s. Incredible. Um, now, um, during his 25-year career, Whitfield co-wrote and produced many enduring hits for Motown artists. Um, I'm not going to name them all because you've probably heard every single one of them. Incredible. Um, he wrote or co-wrote 61 hits on the UK charts and 90 and 92 in the US charts. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Dude. Uh, Whitfield was a native of Harlem, mm -hmm. uh, New York, and spent uh, much of his teen years in a local in local pool halls. Mm -hmm. In his late teens, he and his family moved to Detroit, Mish, 
Michiganders. Um, <laughs> so that his father could join his sister and work in her husband's chain of drugstores. Interesting way of wording a sentence. Um, uh, Barthwell Drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, attended Northwestern High School, and mm-hmm. you know you don't need any more schooling when you're when you're Norman Whitfield. That <laughs> yeah, end. that's it, dude. Yeah, because you're already in the high end. You don't need that high academic. You're in the high. You, you're you're a man of the high end. Yeah. Yeah, and that can translate in frequency and in class. You know. I love that. You know. I love that. Yeah. And. Pat myself on the back there for the audio listeners, which is probably nobody. <laughs> um, but uh, continue. Let's round this yeah, out. Huh? So yeah. uh, he actually started in QC. So at 19, Whitfield began frequenting. What's QC? Quality control, dude. My dude. Like literally? Hell yeah. He like was in the quality control department. No, for music. Well, so like, here, let's talk about it okay. and you'll learn. Right. So um, at 19. <laughs> Stop rocking over me and listen. At 19, well, Whitfield well, began... Well, I just want... At 19, Whitfield began frequenting Motown's Hitfield USA offices for a chance to work for the, for the growing, growing label. Founder Barry Gordy Jr. recognized Whitfield's persistence and hired him for the quality control department, mm. which determined which songs would or would not be released. Whitfield joined Motown's in-house songwriting staff, co-writing the Marvin Gaye hit Pride and Joy, the Marvelettes, Too Many Fish in the Sea, and the Velvet's Needle and Haystack, and took over Smokey Robinson's role as the main producer for The Temptations in 1966. Okay, 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 okay. Questions? Ew, don't do that noise. (laughs) It's really like ASMR. Question here. Mm. What kind of person do you have to be in order to become the quality control for Motown Records? I know. Because that's to determine which songs would or would not be released takes an in- interesting when it, when you're talking uh, a, a record company like uh, Hitsville USA, you know. I know. And then he took Who Smokey Robinson's decision? job. <sighs> It's hard to and do. And he was the producer for The Temptations, which is like an iconic yeah. group. Like one yeah. of the most iconic Motown groups. Incredible. And from 1966 to 74, Whitfield produced virtually all The Temptations music, experimenting with sound effects and other production techniques, which we have a clip of. Do we? Or is this unrelated? Let's do it. She doesn't say anything. All I right. don't <laughs> Norman Whitfield Hall of Fame series. Oh, uh, this is just an interview, probably. Saying how important it always is at Motown when they got a group and hooked it up with writers and producers and really found a chemistry that worked. That's what took some of these Mo, you know, Motown artists to the next level. If you think of Supremes with Hollandozer and Holland or the Four Tops, but for you guys, once you get in the group, this really begins the beginning of this relationship with Norman Whitfield and Barrett Strong and Norman producing the albums right. for you guys. We were sitting there and all of a sudden on the radio. This isn't him though, right? This is Dennis Edwards talking. I think about dance to the music now. What was so significant about this record was record. This record record out by Sly and the Family Stone. Sly and the Family Stone, I need to listen to more. <laughs> multi leads. This is something that was just unheard of. You know, when you got a group, you got a lead singer and a background. Right, that was well, formula. 
Sly was singing, his sister was singing, his brother was singing, Larry was singing, Larry Graham. And when he came up with the track of Cloud Nine, he thought about it. He said, you know what? And I, I, I said, I told him, I said, Norman, why don't we just use it? By the way, I think this guy is mad TMJ. Everybody. Same. I said, man, we got all this talent up here. You know, because I do, and I, I know that jawline. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And that's how Cloud Nine came about. Mm. You know, we did a line of piece. Yeah, it looks tight. Yeah, V tight. And homie, this homie um, <laughs> uh, uh, grinds his teeth at night. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Is Norman problem, Whitfield in here? I want to hear Norman Whitfield. I love Dennis Edwards. Where's the Where's the Whip Man? I don't think he's alive. Perished in 2008. Uh, okay. Yeah. I love it says with Norman Whitfield. Ain't no mountain high here with him. <laughs> <laughs> love that. And then we have one more clip. This is our funny funk of the night. Oh, funny funk. Well, that was that was great. Norman Whitfield. I love him. That's what Norman Whitfield would do. <laughs> love hearing that in Wolf Compressor. Um, and our funny funk for the evening. For this, this banked is, episode. This is a guy... Explain. This is a man <laughs> who did a Motown tribute on his YouTube page, and this one's all about Motown and Norman Whitfield. Long. We're not watching it all, but just enjoy. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Genius World of Soul. I am back with the new video. I am back for your part two of the Motown. Same to this guy. I want to say this guy wants Zone to be like, like dope, but he's the he of his friend group. He gets made fun of the most. Correct. You know what I mean? Like I, I could tell like, like he's G'd up. Like he's not G'd up, but he probably gets made fun of the most in this friend group. I love him though. Yeah. So y'all know the first joint. When we go back. I put it on to this guy. The first part was on Holla Doja Holland and my top five um, Holla Doja Holland produced and written songs. What the hell is he um, saying? Number five Doja. was um, You Can't Hurry Love Pardon by me. the Supremes. Uh, number four was uh, You Wonderful One. He's by recapping Marvin his Gay. last video. He's recapping his last video. Correct. This is part two, bitch. Just to show is it just him talking for a half hour? Really became this Dude, this is the know, Conscious Club podcast. Should he be our next it, guest? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got the Venetian blinds. We got the Venetian blinds. He's, he's lit. He's got a light. Venetian blinds. You can see the shadow behind him. We, you know, we got the shadows behind us. He's got a leather thing here. We got a leather thing there. This dude is in zone two. And he's hit the rocks too. Hit <laughs> <laughs> well, the think, fucking rocks yeah, yeah, here on JR's yeah. World of Soul. Um, I think that is a great place to end it um, <laughs> because uh, here at the Conscious Club Podcast, we love to have fun. We love we do. to do this stuff. Um, it's great. Um, <laughs> and I am just trying to say words until I can find a, a, an ending this song. Is good. Um, not. I, I don't want this one. I want um, Doom It Like the Lord. What was it? Uh, it was a ain't nobody. Nobody, uh, ain't nobody. Nobody does me like does the Lord does. Does me like Jesus. Yes. <laughs> 
There he is. Let's number see. one, let's, bitch. Let's see if we want to get a different one on here. Right here. Nobody can do me like he, this is a yeah, nice clip. But there's Vivo. like multiple songs in this. It's a medley. I want I want my home. I want Beverly Crawford. Oh, yes. Not one of the. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. Now, this is an ender if I've ever heard one. Okay, this, this is, is licensed. Uh, this is licensed and I'm going to get out of it as fast as I can. Pardon me. Pardon me. I want, um, what? <laughs> I wish you would just pick one. What, what's up? Why can't you be in zone two? Be in zone two. Be in zone <laughs> Don't two. Be use that voice zone. of me. Be in zone two. The greatest hymn writer. Be in zone two. There we go. I just want to say, um, all right. Oh yeah, that was a that I think that was a great place to, to end it because uh, it was a very funny moment, and I think um, <laughs> and I think uh, we're gonna round it out here with one of my favorite songs that I just recently found. It is "Can't Nobody Do Me Like Jesus" by Andre Crouch, uh, Miss uh, Sandra Crouch's long Point lost brother. Uh, late brother. Yes, um, sadly. Uh, and we'll round it out and have a great week, y'all. It's the Conscious Club Podcast. It's at the Conscious Club Podcast on Instagram. It's at Senorita Toria, S E N O R I T A T O R I A. It's uh, TCCP directed gmail.com, uh, at Cody Send Paintings, Etsy.com slash shop slash Cody Send Paintings, Etsy.com slash shop slash Victoria's Magic Art. Um, have a great week. We are in zone two. We're not experts for the IRS, the Wolfpack, where uh, T- uh, Danny Woods, the auditor of the TCCP, uh, 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 treasurer of talent, curators of controversy, creators of uh, content. Prepares a podcast. We're doing it here on the Conscious Club Podcast. <laughs> Can't nobody do me like Jesus because he, my, my friend. I repeat, can't nobody do me do me like Jesus. Thank you all for listening to the Conscious Club Podcast. It is another week. It's another TCP. And we love you all. Have a good night.
everybody, Indy here, and thanks for watching the Conscious Club Podcast. Please be advised that this is a fan-made podcast. Even though we would love nothing more, we are not associated with Wolfpack, Wolf Records, LLC, Wolf Productions, Inc., or any associated acts tied to the greater Wolf umbrella. We do this show out of love, not for monetary gain. We simply wanted an outlet like this to exist, so we made it happen, and I hope that's okay. Thanks for watching, and always remember, fee fi fo fum. Thank you.